Hello, this is Sasha. And this is Joe Cabello. And this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a guest to talk about something underrated in the world. And joining us today, oh my God, another time again, we have this very special, fabulous lady reporter from Arancho Palos Verdes. I don't know if I'm getting it right. Got it right that time. Yes, 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 yes. Her name is Joe. Damiana Garcia. Oh, happy to be here. So ha- thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. It's always a really insightful. Very insightful in the fact that your schedule is free enough to keep on coming on our show. Like we're so, I am, you know, you know, I'm a fan of yours, Damiana, and I'm, oh. you know, just, you know, admitting it here. And I'm so lucky that I keep, uh, Joe and I keep being able to bring you on. I appreciate it. Well, and I'll say, you know, after the last visit, I did have, I did get a wellness check. Oh, people, mental or physical? Mental and, and criminal. Yeah, that's where the uh, the police show up to <laughs> check on your health, correct? And, and I had to do some sweet talking and a little song and dance, but I got myself out of it. That's how much I love you both. Oh, Is, great. Yes. I love you back. Damiana, what are you here to defend today on Shut Up, I Love It? Well, I got to tell you, you know, quarantine, it's been a time you know, where we're all, if we can, we're trying to stay productive. And we've seen the posts on social media that say, if you don't come out of quarantine learning a new skill, a new language, and a new craft. A whole new language. An entire new language with 100% fluency. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I get the sentiment yeah. overall that you're saying. I'm so well, this is one that. I wrote. I was circulating this meme. Oh. I made it on makeameme.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, .net. .net. Uh, that that um, it actually I, I made it on makeameme.biz mm. and another site I actually created myself during quarantine and it's been really making the rounds and I think it's right. really connected with people and so I've used this time in quarantine to reflect and to stay productive and I started my own memoir I started penning oh. my memoir that's amazing you know memoirs I I know, like, they can be popular if they're written by very famous people like Madonna or who, you know, who else? Famous Lady Gaga. Uh, you know, you get politicians, presidents, uh, sure. pop stars, celebrities. But when you get, sure. like, a little bit lower than, like, super famous people, I feel like those memoirs feel sometimes questionable. Like, why would you even write a memoir? I don't even know who you are. Like, sometimes I feel like that can be a problem. Right, like, like, are you important enough to write a memoir and think that that would sell and like you're so special? Right, right. So exactly. So I feel like that's where the world might feel not excited about memoirs from like nobodies or just other regular people. Right, like you know, and I'm the first critic of memoirs because you know, so often you have these celebrities, these flash in the pan overnight reality stars, right? Sure. They, they come out with this memoir and they're just dropping these these torrid lascivious tales of mm-hmm. sex and drugs and excess to sell a book and they're mm-hmm. dropping names who even knows if it's true nobody you know, like, does right nobody knows no nobody knows and infamously Moby was was outed that he lied in his memoir that he had dated Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. big 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 news uh, prior big news. to all the events that actually meant something to this world. Yes. And and Moby right. even like 
you know, fairly big, fairly popular, and Ike's kind of struggle to wonder who cares about his memoir. Right, who out there is reading? Well, I read it. I mean, that was my that was my beach read last summer. Mm. And oh, it was. I mean, yeah, move. I mean, I I, I was I, I poured over every page. Wow. Uh, do you do you actually read with your eyeballs or do you listen? Oh well, I read I read with my uh, I, I read with my earbuds. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I love a book on a book an audio book. Yeah, because I I often say that I read or I read a book. And then uh, my husband likes to be like, wait, <laughs> so uh, you listen to it. I don't know. But some people think it doesn't matter. But I think I it depends know. on context. Um, if you are saying you read it just to convey and connect with someone over the story because you'd know mm -hmm. the plot elements. But if you are kind of like saying it as in, you know, saying, I read, hey, I read the book. Yeah, yeah, then no. But yeah, if someone's like, point. oh, my gosh, have you, you know, do you know what happens in The Hunger Games? You know. Right, yeah. right. So a memoir, Damiana, that's big. So th this is big for me, and you know, and and the thing is, I don't want to fall into that that pitfall of just writing a book to tell stories from school and humiliate celebrities who may or may not have had sex with me, and you know, share all of my lurid stories of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You know, <laughs> you have those stories, Damiana. I mean, I've got those, uh, a bounty. I've got a bounty of those. But to sell a book? Like, it's like prostituting myself. Mm -hmm. For what? Just just to make some, some dough. No, I'm going to tell all those stories. And they're all in my book. But it's just because I want to tell them. Great. And, you know, yes. I, I think in many ways, writing a memoir, I assume, I haven't read that many memoirs, but I believe that... Each memoir has like a leading theme, a light motif, if I may, that, you know, is the DNA of the story of this person's becoming who they become, right? Right. So what is, do you have that theme that drives you from, I assume, early years, then, you know, towards, an, I don't know, youthful person, but, you know, to more, more uh, mature age, I guess. Mature, yes. Well, you know, I mean, my working title is "How did this happen?" <laughs> and that's a good title. Oh, thank you. It's catchy. Thank it's you. fun. I'm hoping to, you know, I'm hoping to move those books right off the shelves, <laughs> and and I'm going to be doing the audio book recording. Is it so, is oh, it in the great. works? You already so, have the deal. Yeah, yeah just through well, publishing company. Well, it's you know, it, it's the, this great deal with Amazon, where it. it <laughs> Every, anyone can do it and i'm gonna do it myself mm -hmm. and right. i'm yeah so i am i, I do have a book deal self-publishing nothing wrong it's with self-publishing which is not a not a book deal nothing wrong with it but it's not a book deal nothing, mm -hmm. well it's you know i have a contract it's my prime contract and well I, even oh, their 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 book uh making service has nothing to do with prime you can do it without prime oh really but but i do have the prime service right but okay. that's disconnected See, I didn't know that, Joe. That's like insider information. Did you look into that for something? Uh, I've self-published several books. Right. So that's cool. So in well, your cool. prime status didn't mean anything for... No, you don't need prime status. <laughs> it's actually completely irrelevant to... There's no deal or contract. That's great. So we have two experts in the room. Joe is a published, self-published um, author of a number of books. I've read at least one of them that I can name the top of my head, the Star Wars one. 
Oh yeah. yes, I I love your writing. Well, and I've yeah, and I've I, I Joe, you're a hilarious writer. I must say, I've oh, I really appreciate work. that. Well, that's yes. a nice compliment. And then we have Damiana, sort of the the virgin in the self-publishing world. Haven't done it yet. Haven't done it yet, but in the in the writing zone currently, right? Of your memoir. Uh, right, deep in the process. And I, I just record uh, on my phone, auto dictation, my voice. <laughs> oh, so you're not technically, uh, you're not tapping keys. No. So, so you're not really oh, no. technically publishing your, well, you're not, you're not publishing with a publishing company, neither, <laughs> nor are you writing, actually. You're just... Oh, yeah, I should clarify. I, 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 where I kind of see the destination for this book is just a kind of a collection of, of audio recordings of my voice on my phone. Oh, so you're as you you are doing the um, audio book at the same time that you're writing the book. <laughs> it, it's 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 sort of a twofer. Is there I mean, any it sounds editing? Like it's the only thing no. that exists. It's, it's just the only thing that will exist. Stream of consciousness, like pieces of recordings of Damiana recalling different situations in her life. Exactly. Okay. So so ba- what we're gonna end sounds up with? Sounds like a podcast. <laughs> I, I I call it a novel. I I do call it a memoir. It's called. How did this happen? Huh? Do you think? Do you think it could be the next great, next great American novel? Does oh, it I think it all. I mean, you, I, I'm about twenty hours in, and it's gold. <laughs> this narrative. twenty hours is a lot. I mean, isn't like it lot. by Stephen King probably about twenty hours? I mean, that's a lot of hours. I mean, well, I yeah, mean, I feel like it. It gets a little dangerous when you're not editing and you're just simply speaking in because you you might. I don't know over talk writing is editing as they say yeah so i I find it interesting your process i don't totally um disrespect it or hate it but i wonder if this should live more like a podcast instead of what you're planning it for and i don't mean to derail anything uh and more so just want to know your thoughts on that sure well yeah you know it's i I see myself more as a novelist you sure do that's what I, i mean i can tell Thank you. Yeah, you know, this is kind of my, what do you call it, a Romana Clef? I don't know what that is, but it sounds very fancy. I think that might be what I did. And so that, you know, in my identity as a writer, I would have to say that this collection of, uh, of voice recordings constitutes my, my book. My first. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a novelist now. Great. And it's exciting. That is exciting, and it's big news, and we've talked about, you know, the fact that you're writing the novel and that you are planning on self-publishing it. Let's get into the meat of it, you know, of how the hell did it happen, or how did this happen? What is the title again? Oh, how how did this happen? Oh, right. How did this happen? Right. Sorry. Which is kind of the refrain. I -hmm. say it a lot. (laughs) Do you think in the 20 hours that also... It's thank you. Because a lot of that 20 hours, you know, I, I, I doze off sometimes and forget to turn off the recording. Or sometimes <laughs> I don't realize it's on. And, it's and just that constitutes the 20 hours? It's all part of it. It's all part of it. Oh. It just sounds like raw footage, not even like audio recording of just living day-to-day life. Thank you. It's raw. And that's going on. That's a pull quote. I'm using that on my book. I, and I I think there is a uh, a market for that even and an audience for that. Thank you. It's unfiltered. It's pure. It's you know unedited. I don't I don't know if they're o- the audiobook audience though. I guess that's kind of my thing. Is it? It sounds like it's something else. But again, um, 
let's 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 get to the content of it. Oh, I, sure. I'm curious to hear where you mm-hmm. start. Where what is that first catchy? You know, as a writer, I'm gonna use the soft T for this one. Good. You know, yes. as a writer, do 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 you? You know, you have to create that first image, that first feeling in the reader to keep them engaged for the entire book, right? That it's, really reflects who you are maybe in the memoir or what the theme is, the over, mm-hmm. overall theme of the piece. So what is that first scene or the first moment that you're using in your book? Well, I start. I open, and I thought this was appropriate, to really get, get the reader on board with my story. I started with the night my parents conceived me. <laughs> oh, that's I, uh, that's really bold. Thank you. And I, I walk you through it. Just, just I put How you through the How detailed paces. is that? Pretty detailed. <laughs> and is that something got- uh, that you are um, conjuring in your head, or is this ba- is it based off of stories from your parents? Well, you know, there were there were sex tapes to work off of, but I would have to say about. That's enough, you know, I'm a child of the, well, they, they were using Betamax, but just to date myself. But, you know, they, they had video back then. Um, I'm sorry. I know you're a Hollywood child, right? Like you grew up. No, not well, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood, by way of Rancho Palos Verdes, which <laughs> is right not close quite. by. No. You know, on the 60. So, I'm sorry. Were you parents in porn industry? You know, they, they, just amateur. Just, just they, they were, but amateur. Uh-huh. It was just for themselves. Yeah, it sounds okay. like they had tapes. So they, they had yeah. tapes, but they were in Los Angeles. Yeah, well, I guess that's not the weird part. The weird part, I guess, maybe is you watching it. That was weird. That was and, a little and weird. them being available to you, like even just right. the idea that the t- tapes were um, easily given to you. I'm assuming. Right. Well, you know they. they my, you know, God bless them. They thought that they had disguised them because they were in the family den with all the other home videos. But they thought they disguised them by saying, calling them Damiana's birthday party, and they thought that would deflect uh, detection. But right, bad, bad idea. Terrible idea. Bad idea. Yeah, I mean, look, I inherited many things from them, but good sense and sharp savviness is not one of them. <laughs> That was all from me and the universe. Yeah. And uh, so, what is that scene? So you, yeah, I mean, you, how, where do you go with that? Okay. So, well, the other thing is, I took a creative writing course online, and I oh. learned that the way to really hook the reader mm-hmm. is to use expressive language full of suspense and anticipation. I can so see that. This, right. I mean, that's a it's a staple of any mm-hmm. great creative writing. Mm-hmm. So I I really set the stage. The book opens with, it was a stormy night. Mm-hmm. Lightning crashed. The waves crashed on the rocks. Mm. And I used crash twice. That's bold because, you know, not supposed to. Not supposed to, but yeah, I'm a rule breaker. sound good. I'm a rebel and a maverick. But, you know, if you use it a few times, like really overuse it, then it becomes like, oh, she's making a statement. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, it becomes a thing. Right. like a Yeah. There's a staccato refrain. rhythm to it, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So the, the waves crashed, the lightning crashed, <laughs> and my parents entered their home in a torrent act of lovemaking. Well, I'll skip ahead. I want to save some of it for my for Absolutely. my customers. Yeah, don't yeah. share anything that you're not comfortable. Yeah, sharing please. For this is spoilers. mostly to promote your work. So Thank whatever you. you feel comfortable with. Thank you. I, I got to protect the IP. 
And, and you both appreciate that. You got to protect the IP. Yeah. See, I know the lingo. It was for my creative writing course. No, it's what do you think it stands for, the IP? Um, well, interpersonal <laughs> penis. You, it that's might something you really believe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that's what it stands for because my book is very sexual. Okay, so you're just, you're using IP as your own acronym. It's intellectual property. Well, I know it's intellectual, and it is mine. <laughs> All right, so moving on, this is, is a great, <laughs> it's a great way to start a book that's an autobiography, because you're, yes. you're basically um, staggering the reader. The reader's like, wait, how is this even possible? Yeah, why why right. are there, where the waves are coming from, and people are having sex? And even a oh. dark and stormy night, like it's so cliche <laughs> so of a cliche. first line that I feel it's like, like it's Agatha ac- Christie. Yeah, it's so cliche that it actually makes me interested because it's not a biography. If this That's was a, good point. a, That's a good point. if it was a horror mm-hmm. novel, fiction novel, and it started that way, I'd be like, okay, this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But being an autobiography, biography, you're like, okay, this is bold, and now mm-hmm. this is like about characters that aren't even this person. This is bold. So I do, I'm interested. I love that. I love what you said, Joe, because it almost like sets you up for a punchline, right? Yes, because you're you're knocking it off. Yeah, you're like, what is is the punchline? And so what is the punchline, Damiana? Well, and that's what's so, that's what's, that's where the craft of the writing comes in. The punchline never comes. (laughs) There is none. And that's. (laughs) It's not craft. And that's, you know, that's where I, it's a bait and switch. I'm, it's a misdirect. I'm building up the anticipation and then it just keeps going. You give the reader nothing. You give them absolutely nothing and it's not my responsibility. And I will be putting bold as one of my pull quotes, Joe. So that's going on the book also. Right. Don't uh, attribute that to me, please. Uh, I would like to maybe read the book and, or listen to the book from what it sounds like. (laughs) And, uh, and then maybe give you... Uh, a more accurate quote, because um, I'm just saying the concept's bold. Well, I want you to be able, I want you to represent yourself, so that I think that's fair. And if if the quote you offer after that process is not as complimentary, I'm, I'll just go with, well, just, we'll just go with bold. Again, we'll just go uh, with bold. a record, there's a, a record here, please don't do that. Okay, noted. Noted. <laughs> uh, no, no, it, yeah, no, no. I, well, here, here's the thing, here's the thing. In the book, I, I talk, I, you know, I have 20 hours plus of material and I talk, I walk you through all my toddler years in minute detail, almost, mm. it verges on real time. I mean, <laughs> you know, and you get, Jeez. you get everything. The first walk, the first, the first step, the first word. So you're really going here in just like along the timeline, just chronologically. Yeah. One little eventless Event. Well, they were big to me. For you, right? But how does it interest into the reader? Who That's a good question. That's a, it's 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 you know it's a tall order and it really takes a really a really sensitive, devoted fan to want that level of detail. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you get through my my potty training. Okay. In extreme detail. Mm-hmm. Right through nursery school, elementary school, every grade. Into junior high. That's when we start getting into the good stuff. Okay, we hit high school. Now you, I, page, I what page do you think we're on at this point? I mean, or okay, hour, if, right? 
Eight more hours. We're speaking in hours. Mm-hmm. In hours, right? I mean, hour wise, we're like we're. I, I, and by, mind you, this is an ongoing project. So now we're an hour like fifteen, because mm-hmm. I've only gotten like midway into my high school years and my recordings. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where I left off. Um, but but uh, yeah, I mean, page wise, if this were a published book, eventually I'll have it transcribed. I mean, what what would that be like? Page one thousand one hundred and fifteen. <laughs> I'm actually not sure. It's hard to say. Um, it's hard to say. It. I don't know how long is it, and I think it's 26 hours or something like that, and however long that book is. So. Right. But also, I don't know the cadence of your speech for when you're falling asleep, Damiano. Right. Well, also, yeah, right. Some, you said real time for some of those so uh, moments, some... which, yeah, I'm not even sure to what degree you're, you're doing real time. We'll no, we won't know right. until it happens. I don't think so. Right. It's going to be sort of a fever dream, a kind of a Proust, Proust. memories of times Proust. past. Marcel Proust? No, 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 Proust. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Merci. I, I want the reader to bite into that Madeleine of my past and just relive it with me. And it's going to mm-hmm. be a beautiful journey. And, you know, then we get to 10th grade when I... Uh, yeah, I love what happens in high school. Yeah, what is the what is the big the big maybe turn because people are probably by then looking for some event well you know then we get into you know my first hot affair and mind you you know we were both in high school so there's no laws being broken here but my first hot affair with lisa gibbons you may tv's own mm-hmm. another another noted notable journalist and we had some wow. good times back in the day wow that's in there and are you worried about any, like, legal issues running into talking about that? I know we kind of touched on that earlier you know, and with I should others. Be. I should be. But I say, come at me. Come at me. I, you know, I'm a maverick. I'm a rebel. Yeah, what I feel is um, maybe missing Yes. for me, and maybe it's in there. You just, like, what, what you're... What you're talking about it in this setting you know you miss it is like why so if so if i were to if someone said hey pitch me a damiana garcia um, book about about our life i would say it would be about um becoming a independent reporter and it's kind of like someone's journey from finding their voice in that and i would like kind of want to set that up at the beginning what is right. this about, and why are we... I'm not saying you're not an interesting person, but why should anyone care about your life? Right. And one would think I would get into that stuff. Uh, you know, I, I'm not one to write a... a, a you know, a, just a, a trashy, steamy book just to make a sale. I will write a trashy, steamy book because I have the stories and I do need to supplement my Beanie Baby collection. Now, could I write with stories that have more, you know, social impact, uh, more resonance, more, you know, some uplifting moral value? I could. (laughs) But isn't that a little boring? At the end of the day, don't we just want to know how many times I slept with Lonnie Anderson in the early 80s? No, I mean, something like that feels like more of a tweet than a book. Interesting. 
Now I am interested in the dirty and the dirty laundry here. I want to okay. know. I want to okay, know. I want to know what is the first sexual experience. Oh, that you wow. described. I mean, maybe I should save it for the book. But I'll I think tell you. Yeah, yeah, in some ways, you know, you don't want to give out too much, too but much. I'm sure you have plenty to give. <laughs> right. Other, I mean, compliment. there's more than I could even fit in, 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 I would need 40 plus more hours just, just for the, just for the smut. But, um, you know, maybe I'll write another book that has like more of the inspirational stuff. Mm. I think, I think, I think they can all complement each other, but okay. A story. I mean, okay. First, we're talking first time. Whew. That was, you know, John Tesh and I. I had a Your very, first time I, was with John Tesh. Wow. First time. This was a pretty star-studded high school. Yeah. In Palos Verdes? In, it's a little-known fact. Hotbed for the biggest celebs. John Tesh and I were walking on the beach. We passed by Chuck Woolery making out with uh, Valerie Harper. We both doffed our caps to him and made our way. By the way, this is a recounting of the exact text that's in my book mm. recording. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, exclusive. This is exclusive. Wow. You heard it here first. Heard it here. We doffed our caps to Chuck and Valerie and made our way to make out Pirate Cove. That was the entire name of the place. John Tesh and I, and I used to always call him by his full name, John Tesh. <laughs> Why wouldn't oh, you? Well, I guess at that time he wasn't John Tesh. He wasn't the John Tesh, correct? Not yet. But I would say it was through my encouragement that we have John Tesh. We basically have me to thank for John Tesh. That sounds like something you would say. It's it's something, you know, it's consistent. <laughs> and as we made out on that windswept night, mm. and he serenaded me with his new age tunes, I knew in my heart, someday, he and I would both be journalistic giants and I was right then his steaming hot rod of passion you know I'll stop there because that's oh. when we get into stuff I gotta say for the book this is where getting into the very IP of it which is interpersonal penis yeah Thank you. Thank you, you weren't that's... lying about that I, I don't I don't skimp if you if look if you came for smut you're gonna leave happy and that's actually the ta catchphrase of my book. Oh. Yeah. So it's very... It's a promise. It's a promise it's, I'm going to keep. The theme seems to be uh, sex and things of Liberty. that nature. So I guess I wonder, usually, you know, you're pretty young, so... Oh, thank you. Having a... Uh, I think we're just objective. Kind of... Objective <laughs> statement. It's a, you know, it's, a, it's about a number. A lot of people will write one of these or um, dictate one of these when they're later in life and they've basically accomplished kind of their peak um, in life. I feel like you're, you haven't reached your peak and th the moment you're in right now certainly isn't it. Um, so know, why I, now? Why, why now? You know, I had time. I had the time. I, you know, it, it, sometimes in life, you know, it's, I'm stuck in quarantine, and I had had a few too many schnapps, little tipples, and I thought, let's get this stuff on, let's get this stuff on tape. But you know, I wish I had a more profound reason. I really do. 
Well, it's hard to criticize the arts and people um, wanting to do the arts. I never want to dissuade anyone. Um, I am one for, you know, saying put thought into it and be thoughtful with what you're creating because it takes a long time. And I'm not saying you're not. Um, but as far as like what the, what it culminates to, what would you say like this biography is supposed to culminate to? What are people supposed to take away for your future and your past? Well, really, you know, it's you know they always say when you write when you write a memoir, if just one person reads that memoir, and is inspired, or moved, or uplifted, then you've done your part. You've right. done the work. I for mean, me, especially probably works for self-publishing, right? Because sure, if you had the publishing company, they probably won the numbers. Yeah, right. Sure. And and in my case, in my case, that one person is Lisa Gibbons. I will be sending her, free of charge, my audiobook recording when I'm done. All By that time, who knows, 50 plus hours? And say, Lisa, when we're past all this, give me a call. Oh, looking, yeah, for, gonna... looking for some hope with Lisa. Um, <laughs> now, as far as, like, what are we talking price point for something like this? What can people expect to pay? Well. You know, I think at this point, and I'm a new writer, I'm new to this. Yeah. I at this point, the price point, I, I I'm willing to pay people to read it. And oh. so, not even offer it for free. Well, no, because I mean that's that's been done. It's, it's you know. I do think it's what you're saying is bold. See, this is this is this is the revolutionary in me, and this is how I'm going to revolutionize the publishing industry. I will pay. This book will cost negative seventeen dollars. It'll cost you negative seventeen. It'll cost me plus. Wow. So okay. Now that's so interesting to me with this Amazon thing because I don't even think Amazon has a uh, mechanism for something like that. Right. I'll need to put my Venmo on my uh, on the on the bio page so people know. Is that work? Is that how it works? Or do all need to know their Venmo? No, they can send me a request. I, I do think you have a lot to think about <sighs> for that aspect of it. Um, and you know, any- yeah, yeah, you know, it's interesting discussion because I think because all of us here are artists and writers, we are dealing always with like sort of balancing the right brain with the left brain, right? Yeah. Right. So, on one hand, we have to be creative. Yes. I'm starting to use that self. Oh, I like it. Uh, creative, like it. with the which I think is the right brain. Yes. So I think. Uh, so it's just sort of finding that space when you can be creative and let your mind wander and uh, tell a story, right? And on the other hand, we have to be, you know, getting up on time to get the writing or find the time writing later in the day and find the audience, find the publisher, find some manager or agent to read it. I mean, there's just a lot of, you know, self-producing involved in life of any writer. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds like there's a lot going on in that space for you too, Damiana, where you have to, you know, figure out what is this piece that you're working on but also how which form will it take and how will it find its audience Mm -hmm. it's true there's so much you know promotion and marketing 
I feel like I, have, I, have, I haven't even scratched the surface. How, you know, and, and what's the intent? And you know, can, can you see what? I, I'm just exhausted. It's I'm, difficult. The, 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 thank you. The emotional labor, the, 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 the mental labor that I put into this book, it's a, it's a labor of love. And I appreciate that you're sharing it with us. But I think oh. the audience here is looking for more excerpts. So I would challenge right. you to give us another juicy, if not Ooh. two excerpts before we part, because that is where the mm. real money is. That is where the gold is. and That's going to get people excited. Yes. Right. And, so, then, and as hesitant pick, as I am. Yes, hesitant. Yes. I'm a little hesitant because, you know, again, this is, this is my IP, all of it. Mm-hmm. And I want to protect the book. You know, I want to, I, this is my child, really. And, uh, I mean, with all the sex I had, I basically conceived oh. a thousand children. Which are I your could, beanie, uh, beanie babies? Which are my beanie babies. So they are the physical manifestation. Mm. <laughs> and they are who I will play the book for or read it to. In air so quotes. let's see. What is the other important excerpt? Like, what is the, you say oh. it was a life changing scene from the book that you could share with us? Be it sexual or maybe the first time you had a job interview. I'm just spitballing here. Sure. You know, how did you get your job or anything of that sort that you think might excite the audience? Okay, sure. Well, you know what? Why don't we we'll flash forward? It's 1987. Okay. How oh, fun. I'm not to, not to get your real age, but what do you think? Where are we at at this point? Oh, in my life, in my lifeline. Yeah, I'm, I'm twenty plus. A lot of change. <laughs> and you could say that about any any time after you turn twenty. Well, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yes. And just uh, just wink, <laughs> wink. Okay. <laughs> Winking. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that. At this point, I don't know. I thought I knew around your age. Now I have no idea. But that's. But it's, that's just Damiana in well, any, yeah, any, any very way. Very ethereal. It's, yeah. Yeah, I've, sort of, I've sort of mentally erased my own age in my own mind. You've, I'm sure you have. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I yeah. In that, way, in, in that way, I'm ageless. 1987. 1987. I'm in the bathroom, snorting rails with the entire brat pack. Robert Downey Jr. and Demi Moore are wow. arguing. Who's going to get the rolled up $100 bill? Well, first, I posited, we'll have to pull it out of Emilio Estevez's bloody nose. Charlie Sheen bursts in. Not so fast, he utters. By the way, in my, just this is an aside, also part of the book. In, cre- in my creative writing class, I learned to use descriptive verbs. Which a lot of times, a lot of writers condone, actually. <laughs> it's actually a good technique. But, like, Stephen King, I think, condones that, and many other people, you're just supposed to say, he said, she said. Oh, he, and he, he condemns and it, other. rather. Condemns. Yes. Ah, see, oh. use me. Look at me using the verbs. Oh, but, hey. you know, I always have the second language excuse, <laughs> yes, which you, you, you do don't. have that. Yeah, but so Stephen King does not approve of uh, the use of variety of different words that could be just replaced with a simple said but you appear to well, love it. You know, ask ask a hack writer for advice. That's what you're going to hear. Okay, Stephen King. I, oh, wow. Know. Well, this will be uh, Shut Up, I Hate It, Stephen King in the future. That should I'm be sure, the next but, uh, one when we get together again. Shut Up, I Hate It, Stephen King. Well, but you've you so a you're gifted wi- memoirist on your right. show. I'm okay, going to have and strong the, opinions. Yeah, and his memoir on writing is one of my favorite books of all time. Oh, then, well, I'll have to write my counter book. <laughs> I don't think you have to, uh, but you're at this point uh, with the Brat Pack. Right. Let's get back there. 
I postulated to Mary Elizabeth Winstead, what about my... She would have been... She would have been, I think, maybe uh, one or two years old. The infant, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, (laughs) who happened to be in the room. I shook my fist and I proclamated, which is actually the incorrect use of that. That's not right. Proclamated is better than proclaimed. I should have said proclaimed, but in writing... You need to... Long words. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Longer the better. I think the rules are different, though, in audio form. You know, you, you actually can break a lot of rules when you're, when you're in that form. Well, it becomes little... almost like radio, right, at that point. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sort, of the, I'm sort of the William S. Burroughs of memoirs, where I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to deconstruct language, and I'm going to, you know, it's like his famous cut-ups... I'm going to create my own. I am very impressed with your references, by the way, Damiana. I oh, mean, thank you. This is yeah. all from the communications department at Rancho's Palos Verdes <laughs> State. And or Wikipedia pages. And also some Wikipedia I've done <laughs> since. I cannot wait for the continued oh, description of the story. We've, oh, we've got, we've got the Brad Pack. We've got Mary Elizabeth Winstead making an infant cameo. Um, fine, I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more little morsel. It's 1989. Wow, a couple of years later. Just a couple of years later. Sh- short jump compared to all the other jumps. Mar- the at, that, at this point, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is three. Mary Elizabeth is three. And I, at this point, I have a very deep-seated resentment towards her for mm-hmm. getting in the way of that sweet, sweet nose candy. How, I show how up. So? <laughs> Or How just did she candy, get into regular it? candy. Or just regular candy. It was because I was in the restroom with the Brat Pack, and she seemed to have a problem with my drug use. It was the 80s. It, it, you know, I know in through the lens and of... She, the, and she was a child. And she was a, a nonverbal infant. But it's 1989. I'm at the National TV Talk Show Host Convention in Baltimore. I enter the hall. Who do I see first? My eyes rest on Phil Donahue. He and Sarah Jessica Parker are in a fight. Nearby is Sally Jesse Raphael. Well, before you know it, the four of us have gotten into a quite a brawl. Oh. This all concerned an argument that had happened earlier in the day over breakfast with none other than Barbara Walters. <laughs> it was only because Barbara had taken the last croissant which I'd had my eyes on from all the way down the buffet line and I had my eyes on that croissant and I knew that if no one else touched it by the time it became my turn that croissant would be mine of course as luck would have it I got held up at the, at the scrambled eggs terrine and that's only because Vicky Lawrence was taking a little bit too long with the rosemary potatoes. There's well, a lot of names dropping. I'm sorry to just well, interrupt you. There's just mostly just yeah. name dropping and non-event. Yeah, I'm impressed by how celebrity adjacent you are well, without having any like. I don't want. I I'm really trying to be delicate with my words here, but please. the usual stories surrounding celebrities, if someone's that adjacent to that many, are very interesting. Well, no, no, that's fair. Or truthful. 
or tr- well, all of mine are, yeah. are, are, are are either truthful in that they happened or truthful that they happened in my mind. <laughs> but and, and that's a that's a fair you know that's the, a big po- that's a big that's a big point. In what's this an umbrella? It's a, where you we know, realize what's yeah. going on. It's writing. That is writing, though. That's, even in the, we know that's that's writing. And, we you know, know and, people and, are lying. Right. right. So uh, yeah, you got to give them lights as well. There's a good hour of me just describing that breakfast buffet line before I finish the tangent and get back to the argument, which, uh, spoiler, ends up with a, with a really disgusting orgy back in my hotel room, which I spend very little time on, strangely. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like an hour on the buffet line and just like maybe two minutes on the orgy. And that's wow, being generous. that's fast. It's kind of artistic if maybe yeah. you weave them together. That's okay. That's a good note. Using the uh, the disgusting nature of a buffet to convey the sex that's going on. Well, in my writing class, I learned about metaphor. I could use some metaphor. How would you describe what's a metaphor, Damiana? I might say Phil Donahue's buttocks were like the two buttery cinnamon buns I placed on my plate at the breakfast buffet. I believe that's more simile than metaphor. Oh, but um, see, I'm a new writer. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to shame Damiana here. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think correcting someone who's uh, either a professional or an aspiring professional in a field is is doing that. It's simply just correcting them in a positive way. And I think Damiana yeah. maybe I guess can take a little correction. I can, you know, I can take it. I've got a thick skin. I've been in this industry many years, and you know, and and, and also, and frankly, I would say, you know, I can take any constructive criticism because anyone who criticized me obviously doesn't know what writing is so i can take it if anyone yeah you deflect it off of you well i just deflect it and it's like look just talk to my ghostwriter okay who i barely use but i do have one and it's my beanie baby kelly this is okay because that's a shock to me as someone whose process has been just seemingly to blather into a sound recorder for you to have a ghostwriter but uh it and seems fall like asleep at it. you're joking or something some of my best stuff came up when i was asleep by the way you should hear those recordings mm-hmm. it's like it's like sn- a lot of snoring mm-hmm. and then occasionally mm-hmm. you know kind of a some guttural moans sure. and and then some mentions of breakfast foods a lot of breakfast foods and celebrity names and celebrity names that's by the way. That's how that buffet, that whole buffet interlude. A lot of that was while asleep. So this is all just basically you're recording, your <laughs> saying random things while asleep, well, and so just taking those pieces and weaving a story out of that. Because I'm a writer, and that's what a writer does: weave stories. I'm a weaver. You know, I know you don't have a final sentence for your memoir but if you had one what would it be oh wow these are these are ones to ponder i gotta tell you wow well skipping ahead i guess i'd end the i might end my memoir with it's been a grand life it's been a life of riches a life of discovery and wonder and if Lisa Gibbons ever wants a sweet, sweet taste of this lady thing, she better give me a call. Lisa, call me. And then you list the number. And then I list my real number. 
And of course, your PayPal or Venmo or. And also my Venmo. Venmo for people so I can pay people for the reading of my book. That's amazing. Well, that's that's beautiful, Damian. Congratulations on your oh, masterpiece. Thank you. In, at war, in war, in works, in the works. In yeah, the I'm works. excited to see it. I, thank you it. both. You know, I'll give you both advanced copies, and um, I'll give you. How much you a, are you paying us? To yeah, no, no, I'm happy to, and I'll even give you the discount of negative twenty dollars. I'll be paying you more. Oh well, that's generous, and I I'm sure you'll have a GoFundMe to help pay for. Oh, 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 none of that's coming out of my pocket. No, no, all, all <laughs> payments will come out of my GoFundMe. Uh, yeah, Towards I'm your not surprised. Coronavirus treatments? For coronavi- think, coronavirus relief for my recovery. Yeah. This is all recovery. part of my recovery. Oh, yeah, don't worry. None of it, I will pay for none of this myself. Good to know. Great, Damiana. Mm. So it sounds like that is the plug. You talking about your memoir, which yes. is called, again... I believe it's called... <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> How did this happen? Thank you. Joe, what about you? Uh, you have any memoirs coming up? Uh, no memoirs. You can go look. Just uh, search my name on Amazon. You'll find my books uh, that were self-published on there. Um, leave it at that for this week for me. And I don't have any books, so don't even bother searching for them. There is a guy named Bruce Filer that I think is a religious guy that sells his book about, books about Christian uh, children. But... I am not affiliated with him. Thank you so much, Demiana, for coming on to this podcast. Oh, thank you for letting me speak my truth. And thank you, Joe Cabello, for co-hosting with me. Oh, thank you for having me again. It's always fun. And thank you, Elizabeth Salud, for artwork. Thank you, Andrea Hayward, for music. And thank you for listening.